Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. My name is Wabbits, I'm your host, and joining me today, as always, are my two beautiful co-hosts, Combo. Hello, hello. And Lazira. Woohoo. Oh, that's so energetic, I love it. <laughs> um, so, what do we got? How, how, you, how are you guys? How's your, your stuff been? How's your week been? I'm sniffly and sore throat. Not not COVID or flu or sick or anything like that. I just get spring and summer allergies, so I'm mm-hmm. uh, I'm dying over here. But uh, pumping back them allergy meds, so might be a little nice. quiet. But that's that's all I can <laughs> pump out right now. Don't worry, do your best. I very much empathize with you. Mine get real bad at some point, so hearts out to you, baby. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> What about you, Lizzie? How was your week? Did you uh, anything fun? Yeah, yeah. It was it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um uh, nah, I I just went by so fast I'm just, I can't even like recall. Uh <laughs> Man, I mean, okay. on that. <laughs> so literally this weekend I I went to a, a friend's house and played um played a board game which was super fun, and that's what I was gonna talk about, right? But what yesterday, game? so it was uh, Twilight Imperium. I don't know it. Which I'm a big board game guy, and I don't. I actually don't know it. Yeah, it's a it's a very very good one. Heavily recommend for if you have like six people and you have like an entire day to kill because our, <laughs> our thing took like eight eight or ten hours oh, or something. Boy. Amazing, so much fun though. Um, but what I wanted to say was I, I was doing my stream yesterday, so that was Monday, which would be two days after um, <laughs> this this happened. And I completely forgot. I was like, this, what, what did I do over the weekend? I'm pretty <laughs> sure I did nothing. I just, just didn't do anything. It was just Sunday. That was it. That was my entire weekend. <laughs> and I remember after like five minutes, oh, like the entire Saturday was playing this board game. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. My memory I, is just not there. Actually, now it's funny because now that you mention it, I've been thinking and uh, I, I've uh, I've been watching some anime. That's that's what I've been doing. That's uh, You know what? I like it. That's a quality use of your time. <laughs> um okay so i think that's probably fine for a little bit of catch up uh, with each other let's get into our announcements we're starting things um we got coaching as always well not as always but like currently there's coaching available both me elias and the new recruit kind of dave yeah dave's in uh dave messaged me saying hey uh can you get uh can you know get me set up on the coaching website i'm like sure no problem so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dave is there um so yeah if, if you're looking for any type of coaching i think wabbits allies dave those were three phenomenal people to uh i guess seek coaching from um mm-hmm, i would mm-hmm. also like to say uh because uh, dave um uh talking to dave he was saying that he's also kind of work looking if there's any uh graphic design type jobs um, so if there's, um, I like, he, obviously he didn't ask me, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to shout it on the podcast anyway. If, if you have, if you know, if you're either employed by a company that is looking for graphic design type people, um, or know something that like he might want to apply to, uh, definitely reach out to him. Uh, I know he'd be happy to hear about that. So anything graphic design related, if you can just, uh, especially remote <laughs> that mm-hmm. he can do remotely, uh, if you can just send that his way, I think, I think he'll be happy with it. Also, then you'll have an excuse to talk to Dave, and that's just kind of something that everybody wants. <laughs> very, very. Yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave is the only reason. I like, you know, I feel like if it wasn't for Dave, like our image would be 
would be an attackler, you know, but because of Dave, we're, we're, we're just so much more wholesome. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong at all. <laughs> um, shout out to Dave. And the other big announcement that's happening is that there's season uh, 14 rewards in Rocket League. Things are, things are there. I don't know. how. What do you guys think about them? They're just kind of badges. Well, we haven't got them yet, but... Yeah, but they, they've been announced and you can see them. Yeah. So I, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I'm not going to hit GC. I really do like the GC banner war. I, I, yeah. I will say, when it was probably four or five seasons ago, I was happy that they... they made gc like red was the color like that made me happy that it's like it wasn't just like a different shade of purple or something like that right <laughs> like i'm happy it's end of all colors i'm going to use in that like bracket it's literally silver and red are like the two like gc are the two that i use uh Dude, so i'm not gonna that. lie mm-hmm. i wish i wish they made the actual well i don't know if they, they are changing the actual thing but like when you hit gc for it to actually look red like, like that logo they put that'd be cool i agree uh, maybe they will actually that's a good that's a really great i honestly didn't even think about that that's a great point i uh i really like it i think the banners are, are clean don't get me wrong uh, i hate i hate that the banners have the rank like right in your face and i've done that with several things like i'd rather just like a like let, look at any of the banners and just remove the logo and extend it for me like the across the mm-hmm. board and i think that's a gorgeous like banner to have in the background like super clean mm-hmm. i would literally use like the bronze the platinum kind of greenish tinge is really nice like, i really like that one um the gc I, like i said i like even the avatar borders i love 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 the style of it because it's super clean why does the rank have to be in there i i don't it's something about it that i'm not on board with and i i might be on the opposite end of some people like this might be an unpopular opinion where they're like oh well if i got champ for the first time i want to show the champ rank but mm-hmm. obviously if you got champ everybody probably that you're playing against knows <laughs> that you're champ yeah. with that banner right and like the, the you don't need to tell them like oh yeah it's purple but it, i'm also just to remind you i am a champ like no yeah, you, like, it's purple know, therefore you're a champ like we know that this this is what this banner's for. It's for those people that have been on a 15 game losing streak. <laughs> and they're and like, nah, I am a champ. Like, <laughs> they're playing in diamond one or platinum three. And they're like, no, I'm champ. You guys, you guys all are bad and I don't have to feel bad, you <laughs> mm-hmm. know? And then yeah. they can justify ball chasing and tilting off the face. Mm-hmm. Of the oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, as a, like now kind of like a cross reference of like shouting out Dave's, uh, uh, <laughs> graphic design of that. Like he made all my like Twitch emotes and logos and all stuff when I was streaming. And so that's still my current profile picture. Uh, and I, for people who have seen my like main account, I have, I, I literally know none of the names of items anymore in Rocket League. There's far too many, but I have like a red <laughs> banner that's really nice and matches the color scheme perfectly. And then I have a red avatar mm. border as well that matches like really nicely. And so I really like the GC one, but I'm literally, unfortunately not going to use it because I don't like the GC in the corner of it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we'll, we'll see if it, if it, ma- I also think it's a little brighter than my, my picture, but we'll see. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm sad that they still have not come up with a creative reward. Like they, mm. their, their excuse every time when people ask for different rewards is like well we've done everything and it's true like they, they have like they've done decals they've done wheels they've done boost boost trails banners like toppers the works like we, we've had basically every customization option i, I know um, i got it i got it okay i got mm-hmm. well this is an idea but you know how you'll have those like p- uh pimped out cars that have like the lights at the bottom oh underglow so, uh, it's funny i've made jokes for a while that underglow <laughs> should be in rocket league and i would use it i would love underglow make that a seasonal reward you know how many people would <laughs> play just to get that so yeah. nice. i would love that yeah, yeah and a lot of people i've 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 brought that up before to like friends and like some responsive heard is like oh it's so gaudy and stuff and like i agree like it is <laughs> but like if, if you like you look at gta online like every car i've ever made i have underglow on because i think it's it's just adds <laughs> a nice accent to the car right like it's really pretty um my thing and this is not my idea i got this from reddit um it's one of those you know when you think you think you had a really creative idea uh, but like like maybe not to full fruition, but you see someone just like, uh, 
say it with much better like verbiage and, and like pictures and graphics. And you're like, yeah, that's like, that's basically my idea. And like, uh, that's what I have with this one <laughs> of that. I saw a Reddit post it was a couple of years ago, but I saw a Reddit post, um, of that a cool reward would be a, like a customizable decal, but particularly that not, it's not the color of the reward you get. It's that the higher reward you get, the more customization options you have with it. Mm-hmm. So like my, like let's say GC octane, like universal or like universal, not octane, but like let's say on an octane decal, I can have like three to four colors with different shades and like pick if Ooh. something's moving or like things like, like there's a like extra customization to it. So like think of like a, a BMD that is customizable um, that you get and, but you get more options the higher rank you are. So bronzes would just get the decal. Silvers would get it maybe with a secondary color. Golds would get it with a primary and a secondary color. Platinum, maybe that's when you first get it like moving or like animated or, and then down the board. Right. So uh, I saw that and like this guy had a full like graphic, uh, like I, I wish I could find it, but it's such an old post now, but uh, it was a really, really cool idea. And I really liked it. The main complaints again, though, on Reddit was that people were saying that it's not fair that uh, like a diamond might be able to get an animated decal over silver i i don't know if this is just my ignorance of being a higher rank but you that's exactly my view that's the point of that you earned the cooler car right like you made your way up to it like i've been playing uh mordhau like on and off for like over like ever since the release basically and like that's the cool thing of like when i get in mordhau yes the guy that i'm fighting looks way cooler than me and like i'm sad about that but it's because he's grinded is better and like has put more hours and time into the game than i have and like that's a direct representation of that right listen (laughs) in hearthstone dude I played a hit legend and then I hit legend and then I got the Yu-Gi-Oh looking cards. Okay. And then when I got the (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh looking cards, I was like, oh man, I'm only doing these, especially when I don't play for a while. And then I come back and I'm like in the lowest rank or whatever. And then until I get like, I get like 50 star bonus or whatever on the first one. So it doesn't really matter. Um, But uh, essentially it's like, no, like I get to the fact that I hit legend, I have this really cool card back. So, uh, you know, don't mess with you or whatever and it's it, i think it's cool because then people are like oh i want to hit legend so i can have this right um but then the cool thing is once you do hit legend everybody has it then you what you do to be really cool is use the standard stock essentially <laughs> the stock Dane equivalent yep. <laughs> of a card back to be like no i'm even cooler dude i've went past the wall but but the point is to, to earn something that uh, no other people can get and it's through merit as opposed to through luck or, or paying money right mm-hmm um my thoughts on this this whole thing um definitely have to be or well they, they probably should be better it's sad that there isn't something fancy like i really like that idea of the customizable decal but on these rewards specifically you've definitely got me with the uh showing the ranks like i didn't even realize that but now i don't like that at all it's a little extra <laughs> right like that's the word i would yeah. use for it it's like like we don't we don't need it right and Dude, like i i, I really ahead, yeah. like the only one i really like is gc I don't actually like it. I really like, like it, but maybe because I, I love I love the design, and I completely agree, man. Like I remember before mm. when they added because like I got season three GC right, and then season four they added um, they changed the ranking system, so it wasn't like champion, mm. super champ, grand champ, right? It was champ one, champ two, champ three, and then uh, grand champ. And with that, they made a new logo, right? Because the pre the season three GC logo is now the champ three logo. Three. Uh, yeah. History lesson if people didn't know that. Uh, and mm. so what I thought was so cool because I I was instantly like fired up to want to get the next 
next GC since it felt like it was like a step higher, right? Like it was like a harder one to get that I remember I made it like a, my phone background and stuff because I thought it was such a cool logo. Like <laughs> it was like it's such a like it's a really, really pretty logo. Um, still, I think it now and this is uh, I'm happy you like you like it with zero because I think that's how now I look at it that like it's just oh, it's just the GC logo kind of thing. I don't need it on my banners. But mm-hmm. I think if I wasn't a GC and let's say I'm like maybe champ one, champ two and I'm grinding for it, completely agree. I think I'd be hyped to put that on, on, a, on a border. So um, that's the, the right there. Is Listen, I, I'm going to be I, jealous of, well, mm-hmm. that Wabbis is going to get this enough. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's I'm if I get it. <laughs> Wait, you don't have uh, the rewards yet? You don't have rewards? Not yet. What? Not yet. Man, you, just, you I'm trying said, to solo queue back we, up, okay? We start, the, <laughs> we start talking before we start recording, and you're like, oh, yeah, like, I like Combo. I got a new monitor, then I get GC. So I'm like, oh, sweet. So that means he got rewards, and you're going to sit here and lie to us. You are not a GC I, yet, I man. I never you pretended I got rewards. I've hit GC. Nope. I'm solo queuing my way back up. <laughs> every uh, You are like every player ever who says he almost made it to the big leagues in any sport. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, did you kind of thing? Like, mm-hmm. like where, where'd you get? And, uh, but then there's no actual receipts to show it. I, I will. I'll, I'll congratulate you when I see the receipts. Listen, hey. at least at least I got a gold uh, Ontario amateur kickboxing medal. So uh, that's my receipt. All right. Making, okay, I've got. I've got UFC, two weeks. But I was like, you know, at least twenty steps from it. You know, as opposed to twenty-five. Is it only two weeks? I, I thought they said they extended uh, it like way weeks. longer. Did they not? Did they? Did they give us a date? Wait, no, I was no. guessing a two-week extension. Yeah, because it was going to be, I think, two to three weeks before it ended. And they said, I think, I what was it? They said, like, a minimum of an extra month or so that they were giving oh, people. So, yeah, I'm pretty oh sure. Goodness. I could be wrong, okay. but. Okay, well, yeah. um, I think, you know what? Let's talk about that right now. My last thoughts on this uh, player banner. I love how they have those tick marks showing the ranks. I like that, too. <laughs> that is such a good, good, like, extra bonus. Mm-hmm and the, the, the fun thing is like i said it's so clean and like i, I still yeah. stand by that i think it's super clean and those ticks look very clean and what i love about it though is that the bronze almost looks a little bare without all the ticks so it like it is actually pretty cool that you're to me they like yep. they actually mean something right and they actually add a little something yep. to it which is pretty i completely agree i think that's mm-hmm. that'll be like an underrated or like under talked about uh, part of it that i think is very cool mm-hmm. and on, honestly on the avatar borders i'm fine with having the ranks they're barely in the top corner you can't really see them it's just like this this is it we're, we're, we're here, but the ticks are like the main thing. You know, one thing I think and, would be cool with the ticks is that if the ticks showed up until GC, at least the ticks showed instead of the, the rank that's there, maybe your div, right? So you can see like oh. if someone was like, or like, sorry, the rank within it. So like a champ, yeah. the champ banner would have three ticks if you got to champ three, kind of like something on those lines, I think could be pretty cool because it's so That'd like, cool. I remember uh, hearing like when, when I was like, let's say sitting around like low GC, if I was playing like C3s, it was always like, I literally would hear complaints of like oh well I, I got the champ banner but that was like two months ago that i got that rewards uh and so now it feels like i'm like all this grind was for nothing i didn't gain anything more even though i went up a whole three full ranks like 300 <laughs> mmr i went up and i didn't get anything for it um yep. so like, i get it because the champ one is the longest right you know obviously how it exponentially gets bigger between each rank so like i totally get that and i think it'd be cool to like reward a, like a champ three versus a champ one right mm-hmm i'd actually agree with that just because of how much how much different even like the diamond one and every other one like there's a struggle to get from the one to the three and it's such a big difference and that final push is just so stressful that it's hard to do um but yeah that's my thoughts on that the extension though is the another big thing where uh like you said it's probably a month i was thinking it was going to be two weeks 
but that just means that I have even more time to get those plus seven wins. They did say, <laughs> so I just quickly checked. So they said, uh, mm-hmm. stay tuned for more info later in July. Uh, so that's not mm-hmm. even saying the season's going to end in July. That's just saying that there will be info in July. And I, I think historically okay. we've seen them say about like, they give us what, like three to four weeks max kind of thing when they give the update yeah. of like, oh, season's ending, like with the, with the update. So even still like expected minimum four weeks, I'd say right now still left. Dang. Okay. I was fully expecting it to be like, roughly two weeks longer than what it was so it was said to end i think on the 14th or something sure um maybe the 12th sure whatever and then i was thinking it'd be like two weeks after that um that would be your how long it has but if it's going to be sometime into august like i'm not even sweating about getting those rewards (laughs) there's no stress in my mind okay i think we move forward uh, yeah, we can move forward. Uh, extensions. Let's move forward. So we're switching up the uh, the format for today because lazero has got big rants coming in later. So stay I, tuned I use my that. executive powers to, and be <laughs> like, I, you know what? Let me let me just uh, <laughs> switch it up. On I forgot right. the one quick note. Can I just add before okay, we like yeah. fully move on of that the the mm-hmm. one the, the hands down the only thing that I was like actually excited about in the update that we got uh was that they announced that there's going to be new ranks for players at grand champion that oh, is we didn't even talk about that i can't believe you guys are talking about that later oh we're talking wait, about that i thought that where was are we it, talking about in the same this? article yeah where are we talking about right that? here okay was it in the same article it says right here like like is there yeah yeah because that was their full update right. literally on the, the like second or third sentence they say because the work that includes uh, changes to competitive play like new ranks for players at grand champion or extending the current competitive season of rock pass six to live di- to the live date of that update so like Perfect. literally when we when we fire up Rocket League that day, not only are like a bunch of obviously new folks are gonna get their like GC titles or whatever new rewards they may have claimed that mm-hmm. season, we are getting like a completely different game, which is super exciting. Yep. Okay, you know what? Heck it, let's move. do it now. We're yeah, doing do it now. Wanna... <laughs> yeah, we're doing it now. New ranks, boys. <laughs> so my, my question, just I'm gonna like out out uh, the host here. Why is in the our week in RL corner, we're talking about new ranks above GC. What is what, what's, what's your organization there, Mister Host? Bring, I wasn't going to bring up the uh, the Wabs hit GC until then to be like, yo, I hit GC, and then I was going to be like, but wait, I might have hit hit the highest rank so far, but there's more coming. Interesting. Okay, I can see the segue, yeah, that's, but that's it feels like if, it feels like that's an announcement rather than a, a segue. Okay, but still, I think I think at least we should still save our our week in RL to after because I I know the zero is like dying to get into whatever rant he wants. Oh, we can. No. That's in oh, the okay. listen. I know I'm good, dude. Listen, I, this is fine. I just you know what it is. I think I think like like with my final rant today. I rant. It's it's, it's <laughs> it is what it is. I didn't want to do that. And then, like, completely just zone out because I also <laughs> want to talk about esports stuff. So, the, I think the point was I just want the esports stuff to happen before it, and that's that's it. <laughs> that's what really matters. Don't Cause, worry, because we'll I am actually later. excited about some of the esports stuff as well. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing this now. Um, like referenced earlier, I hit GC, which is a thing. But the ranks is what really matters. We'll talk about that later. The the ranks. It's going to be sick. I don't know. We don't have any actual information Not on this so far. Yeah. Other than like there's something. So my guess would have to be um, probably either 1700, 1900 up and then or it's 1800, 2000 up. And those are my guesses. But 
my my one worry is if, if there's this much because i've been let down by sonics before and so i'm trying to curb my <laughs> expectations here mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. so my worry is that we're just they're just gonna copy games like over most esports like like a game like overwatch for example where it's like you have grandmaster slash and rocket league grand champion and they're just gonna mm-hmm. pick like top 500 or top 100 or something like that and that's the only additional like rank picture they're gonna add and that will break my heart because mm-hmm. the the main reason that so many gcs are complaining is because of the discrepancy between top 100 right now being 2k plus and then a new gc being like literally 500 mmr lower than that um mm-hmm. and so i hope that they they bridge that gap and not just say okay like yeah all you people in 22 and 2300 will get a new rank but like everybody else gets nothing because most people in like let's say 17 probably are not planning to grind to 2k right or, or higher than that like or they mm-hmm. won't be able to um for at least a long time so that's my only fear is that it's like a a kind of half i was gonna say half swear but like half bummed attempt at uh <laughs> like meeting in the middle and i really hope they give us a little more than that right and, and be able I, to show i honestly thought you're gonna say half baked there so half baked true <laughs> yeah, yeah i forgot that's a that's a good way to say it yeah i i fully agree with that because like the fact that they're adding something new is really, really nice. I love that. But there's t- way too many people in GC to just say, like, here's the top 100. <laughs> and we already have the top 100 ranking, and everybody that's on that knows who's in there and who's around them. So I don't think there's any reason for them to do that. And if they do, it'd be super sad. <laughs> so that's why I'm I'm hoping, hoping for, like, two more ranks. Where yeah, it's yeah and- 19 or 2K. Yep. And, and while I was, we were talking about this as well, I, I think it was maybe on your stream. I, at this point, I don't know, dude. Um, <laughs> but there, it's um, it's nice that. Well, I was gonna say like even GC should, in theory, still be the same accomplishment as now, even if they literally just add ranks. You know what I mean? Because yep. like you're literally hitting the same average like percentile that we would have hit before. Yeah, you're still hitting the top one percent uh, at the end of the day. Which is crazy when you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I think a lot of people who play this game like fail to realize, like, no, there's a reason there's such a big discrepancy. Like, the higher and higher you go, it's because you're trying you're trying to become better than the one percent in the game. There's literally you know a couple I mean? thousand people that you're queuing against, and that's about it. Yeah, right? yeah, um, yeah. It's funny. I have to like remind myself that all the time, especially when I was like playing like very competitively. And if I ever got down to myself, of like just quickly fire up like our all tracker network or some one of those ones, or I didn't actually look at like the exact percentile of where I was, and I always felt good. E man, even like if you're in like C C one through like champ at all, just look at your percentage ever and, and just feel proud of yourself because you are like very much in the upper echelon of the game, right? Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about this. Like, I was I did some math when uh, Jer hit what was that seventeen hundred? Was that is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he sh- he took a picture of like his ranking, uh, his number rank, and I think he was like thirty thirty two hundred or something like that. Like mm. he was the thirty two hundredth player. Jer's a thirty two hundredth player in this game. Oh, right, right. I, f- I feel like <laughs> anyone can do it then. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I did some math and I was like, okay, like assuming a skew here, the, the percentages, I was trying to figure out how many people played Rocket League. And I, I guess that there were 10,000 Grand Champs. That was my overall guess based on that 200 uh, difference, like 200 MMR difference and the expected more people. I can see that. So 
because for yeah, me, I think what I always saw when I was looking at specifically like looking at like twos and like those ranks and stuff is that there mm-hmm. generally is about uh, as of like I think it was like two seasons ago when I was actually like kind of very deeply looking at it. Um, there was a give or take six thousand GCs in twos and or threes uh, each season. Mm-hmm. Kind of it would shift generally between who had more, um, and, and so then that would make complete sense to me of that like then there's a four thousand people who have either it in twos but not in threes or in threes but not in twos like that kind of thing right mm-hmm. so i could easily see that yeah yeah so that's that's my current guess and like that's insane <laughs> there's 75 10, million accounts right <laughs> and then I've, oh my god it, that, oh my god i don't even know i did the math i was freaking out for like a long time didn't post this in anything but it was and just you also gotta out. keep in mind like how many alt accounts high-ranked players have right, right? Like, it's <laughs> very, like prevalent thing of them. having that right like so i, I currently mm-hmm. have five accounts above gc um so and like um, i by no means by someone who needs a bunch of that right and so yeah curious mm-hmm. how many like alt accounts are there i remember it was i think with floris uh back in it was probably like season six or seven um that he had five accounts in the top 10 of ones uh and like so like which that in and of itself is just absolutely absurd um but uh yeah it's pretty cool to see the, those numbers break down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know i just love it um I, I remember seeing, this is what I want to talk about here, um, a bunch of discussion with these higher ranks, uh, like the upper GC ranks, I guess, where people were worried about the name of it. And that's going to be probably a fairly big discussion that happens once this uh, actually comes out, because a lot of people are okay with GC 1, 2, and 3, if it's going to end up like that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people really, really don't want that. Ooh, yeah, it sounds kind of yucky to me. I don't know what about right? it. But it, it, like, it's easily the most logical, but it, yeah, it kind of sounds a little yucky. I don't know how I feel it's about that. It's because GC feels so definitive. You know yeah. What I mean? Like, it's just like yeah. GC, you know, we've done it. <laughs> we've hit. I, I think that's, I think that's a great way to put it because to me, like we literally have like a, 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 um, a like metallic ranking system, right? So like bronze, like through plat, through diamond, and then champion is the first like non like, like metal slash mineral, right? Um, that's being mm-hmm. used there. And then, so that's like, you know, you're in the upper echelon and then a grand champion champion means you're like you are at the top of the upper echelon right it's kind of how i think it breaks down logically in my head so then if i think about it i'm like well then maybe the top rank shouldn't be numbers they should have their own maybe like even more exclusive and that's why like honestly like i think about bc should be an mmr yeah right <laughs> um it sh- i don't think it should be an mmr cap i think it should be a number like i think that's you're just on the ranked leaderboard at that point and like to <laughs> me i think the rank should just be like top 100 maybe top 1000 then top 5000 and then past that you're just yeah. gc like that seems very fitting to me but i guess we'll have to kind of see what they choose that's exactly what I was thinking, especially Ooh, with like Grand Champ, um, uh, Grand Champ Challenger, uh, like Grand Champ Elite, and then Grand Champ whatever ooh. the top is, because that's what they currently do with like RLCS and stuff, right? That'd be super easy yeah. to pull off. Uh, yeah, I'm, that yeah, that's really I never even thought about doing numbers, but yeah, that's just it's not, I don't know, it has a bad taste in my mouth, like thinking right? about it. Yeah, I couldn't so, tell you why. Not logical, like at all. But but it's a thing. It's a thing. It, it's there. It's like you don't want to see a GC one. You want to see GC. <laughs> Or yeah, I don't know. It, it's definitely definitely there, and I feel like if you get to the the highest rank, then it's like, oh, I don't want to be a GC three. I just want to be the highest rank, whatever that might be, like GC uh, challenger or GC elite. That that's fine. I'm happy with that. <laughs> but saying GC three, nah, that, that that's not that's not the same. I don't know. Names is gonna matter. People are gonna talk about it. I wanna I want to get foot in the door on that because when that actually comes out, that'll definitely be. I want I want to hear you guys' reactions on that. <laughs> Um, 
more more news our week in rock league let's actually get into that instead of sticking in the announcements uh so as we've said many times so far i hit gc that happened on stream thanks for every single one of you for showing up because that was kind of popping off did you get the uh, brazil as well when you won that we did get the brazil that's crazy <laughs> we're all like i was like lose 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 and i'm like one nothing two nothing you're like oh okay i guess <laughs> I think it ended up like five nothing. And I was like, oh, we're letting the goal. Now we're just setting up the Brazil. And then we got it. And it was so good. That was that was a satisfying win. <laughs> Freaking out the whole time. It's most stressful game. Actually, no, it was not the most stressful game of my life. No, that, that was, was, your, that you was your least stressful game that night. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. That was one of the least stressful games I've ever had. Going up to it, far more stressful. But that game, the moment we got that second goal, I was like, ah, it's done. <laughs> I actually want to ask you... Did, like, did you feel like you were playing any different or was it just an accumulation of time or like in that around C3 rank where you just felt comfortable? I think it was definitely feeling comfortable in that rank because even now, like I'm below it. But if I see uh, myself go below like mid C3, I'm like, oh, I'm playing bad today. And <laughs> if I hit 1500, it's like, eh, I'm just at 1500. It's not really too much. I'm two games away. That's what I'm thinking. Um, and like, I, I'll generally stay roughly around like the 1480. 1480 to 1490 mm-hmm. and like that's that's a i'm i'm pretty happy with with having a consistently at that level well because <laughs> it, it also proves like it proves your consistency but also like the game is pushing you towards having a 50 50 percentage right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if you are where you should be you shouldn't be having drastic win or losses right like you should yeah. you should stabilize at some point um even like obviously an off day can really affect that but like in general your average play should should keep you around the same rank until you've you know whatever accumulated enough experience at that rank or gotten better where you can actually start pushing up again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i will say the biggest thing is that the games at low c3 feel so much different from low gc because i've gotten a couple cues where it's like everybody's 1500 and a couple cues where there's some 1300s and uh most of the people are like in the low low 1400s and the games are just so much different like there's not nearly as much passing the speed of play is so much lower a lot of people will take time, like take dribbles and take things a lot slower. Um, and when I see that, I'm like, oh, you can't do that. There's there's no time for that because I'm used to this higher level, uh, like lower GC play. And then the people just have time to dribble. And it's like, oh, this kind of messed up our rotation, though. <laughs> so I, I just found that like very, very interesting um, that like the difference is just so like palpable. <laughs> but but I, that, I that's a weird thing, too, right? Because it's like... <laughs> I feel as soon as you start dribbling, you're trying to implement like a part of the game that isn't. What's the word? And I'm not talking like you beat one guy and you're reeling really fast and you happen to beat another guy, right? Like I'm talking like you're you're specifically going to make a, a ground play, shall, shall we say, right? Yeah. I think the second you make that decision, you're definitely affecting the tempo of play. So yes. it's like, it's, it's it's almost like you're you're changing the dynamic, and it's like. I think sometimes even at higher ranks, like there might be, if there's like, if you have at least like two people on each team that want to, they were like, we're all going to do this. You know what I mean? Then I feel like the speed of play should become that because eventually, I don't know. Does that, does that? It does. It does make sense. But I'm, what I'm so like surprised by is the fact that I never see it in that low 1500. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, like people don't go for dribbles; they'll just like take one touch, maybe hit, uh, go for a touch they can follow, and then pass it out to somebody else. But if you're in like the the low C threes or even lower, then like you have the mentality that I, I had earlier, um, where it was like I'm just going to catch this ball and dribble it, and then do the, like, uh, my my own thing. The uh, what's uh, the flakes mentality? 
yeah yeah like that style of thing and like that i, I think that's why he doesn't have success like i don't want to say it but unless your team's gonna like try it's to kill this you need a full team trying to kill the speed of play you know what i mean because mm-hmm. then being able to play when somebody else has killed the uh, speed of play and that's the thing it's like <laughs> stopping the ball and just catching it and dribbling it isn't just slowing it down for you it's slowing it down for every single person and your team has to react to that and be able to position in the correct spot which is not something that they're used to doing well, especially well, my point is, my point is this as well though if there's only one person that's slowing down the speed of play you know what i mean like and everyone else is moving quickly like the, this the, the overall gameplay is going to be faster anyway right like I, I feel like you need all three of your teammates like actively being like, no, we're gonna like fifty in a way that's gonna kill the ball yeah. over and over again until the other team, because they're trying to play fast but the ball isn't moving fast, we can we can catch them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon, I don't know. The more and more I look at it, the more and more like as much as I'd like, I'd like the like flake style of play to be. Like there, I have enjoyment in that because it definitely changes like the, the dynamic of the game a lot. I don't know if it's if it's as effective or it can be implemented as effectively for like the top 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 teams. Yep, I very much agree. Like you would have to have a very specifically built team that's around that, where the intention of that team is to be anti-meta, and then they're very good at playing around that and just throwing the other team off. So that they don't know what to do. Your team knows exactly what to do in this weird thing. Um, but the worry of that is like the other teams will likely adapt. And I don't know. You know. Here's another problem. Like as soon as someone's doing a powerful shot at your net, you'd have to have a team that can not only make the save, but also kill the ball there. Like if you're actually trying to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, like not no. only would you have to be making save, you'd have also been like, okay, we have to make the save and kill the ball every time yes and the save so it's not necessarily kill the ball but you would have to put the ball in a spot where your teammates can kill the ball right <laughs> maybe but, but it just it just doesn't seem practical because as soon as like people are hitting yes. 100 kilometer an hour shots every time right like away from you like mm-hmm. most of the time i, I fully agree with that <laughs> like, like you're just gonna start making like you're gonna have a defensive rotation to make saves right but like mm-hmm. for you to be like let's make saves and then like kill it and then just i don't know Yep, yep. It's it's weird. And as I'm getting better and more up into the thing and more aware of my like my how my teammates are playing and their effect on the the thing and like what their choices are doing on everybody else, um I'm I'm starting to move away from that style more and more just to at least in solo queue. At at the very least in solo queue. I've noticed that solo queue, you have to develop a very weird skill that nobody talks about where it's making your teammates play better and not caring about yourself. <laughs> That's what solo queue is. If you can figure out how to make your teammates play better, you can be good in solo queue. It, it's because, like, no matter what your intention is, right? As soon as you become too disruptive for your teammates, where you're like, you don't want your teammates to have to overly analyze how you're playing so they can. You have to be predictable to your teammates, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying, right? Yep. Um, and so if your effort is like, okay, let me try to be unpredictable to the opponent, but you do it to, to the point that your teammates are more effective than your opponents, then. That's you, a big mistake. You doing that dribble did not help, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff. We can talk about that for a very long time, but that is I feel like we save that for later. Yeah, we can save this for another time. That's not a beginner's corner topic today. We got other things. <laughs> um, let's kind of relates to it. Anyway, keep going. Yes. Let's shelve that for later. We'll do that. Um, right now we're going to move on to comp corner because 
That's I don't, kind of did we call it comp corner? Is this like a new thing you implemented Wabbits without me realizing? Probably. Probably. It might be. Um, I don't remember what it used to be called before, but esports news. I don't know. Let's get into the news. Uh, <laughs> so what's happened is Salt Mine Two has officially ended. I both, yep, it's officially ended. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, ruin who who won quite yet. We'll ruin that later. <laughs> uh, what games do you want to talk about, Lizio? Because you have two specifics. I, I do. Um... Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just go into EU right away. If, <laughs> actually, I want to ask both of you: Have either of you watched a lot of the games? No, I was very busy this week overall. <laughs> I watched most of the double elim brackets uh, for both, and then didn't get to watch the like single elim ones. Uh, but I did get to watch that because, like, as a, like an overall Astral fan, I got to watch the highlights of uh, his last game, and then uh, the game following his. I got to see highlights as well. So, try not to spoil. So we get there. I mean, we're going to get there pretty quickly then. If, if uh, cool. <laughs> him versus Joru's and then Joru's versus Khalid. I watched both. Uh, well, I yeah. watched highlights of both of, uh, but I watched most of Astral's games anyways. Yeah. Well, good thing we're talking about Astral. Cause I, I happened upon this and this was to me, the most entertaining game. It was Ocalid versus Astral, um, mm-hmm. in the, in the, the, like the original double Elam bracket. Um, Astral was like quick chatting away and being, all like you know cocky confident all that right uh the whole time and then like okalid didn't say anything like ever until he won the game dude and i thought that was genius dude it was just so many hype moments and it, it was back and forth <laughs> it was a really good back and forth series like a classic it, one series yeah geez and like astral would do all like the crazy shit stuff and okalid just like no i'm just gonna 50 here yeah that <laughs> was, was funny sh- i uh, i'd mentioned i think it, not last week but the week before that i was playing like rocket league and some other games with like an old buddy of mine like my old like two's teammate um and so like he did, uh, he hasn't followed the pro scene in like literal years so he doesn't he didn't know either of these uh, like anybody basically in this tournament at all um and so i watched the the Khaled tournament and i was really impressed with it sorry the first the very first game of the day so Khaled versus louis p or louis p um i was very impressed with how he did like uh, up against Khaled. Like he really kind of held his own and then uh i like hit my, my like message my buddy and i was like hey i was like you ready to watch the like mechanical performance of astral but i said i was like the one thing to be weary of though is that apparently jack can be very bump heavy and it might make the game look much clunkier than i think astral wants it to be and it's exactly what happened it was such a messy <laughs> first series where like he didn't do anything fancy through the entire series if anything apparently jack looked fancier than astral did but astral managed to like Ooh. scrape out that first series and then yeah i agree as soon as he got in with like cal who's a much more kind of just steady player it gave astral more space to then do the, the fun stuff but again proves just how good you can actually be without fancy mechanics with with cal man of just he is like easily the most consistent and just gross 50 player i've ever seen uh play the mm-hmm. game it is just uh it's astonishing to watch how smooth he always always plays <clears throat> yeah yeah i don't yeah. know <laughs> like that's that's it it's like i don't know watching Khaled is just watching perfect ground play and it, unfortunately <laughs> like his style i think for a lot of viewers might be boring right like it's not it's it's not like super hype exciting um but i love that i would say like anybody who has even put like just even a considerable amount of time into ones or even just the game in general can generally appreciate how good he is with the the very very kind of fine motor skill mechanics that he pulls out whereas then the opposite <laughs> with astral that like literally anybody you could not even know what rocket league is can probably appreciate the things that astral is doing in the game uh in general so it's really fun to kind of watch what i would consider like two big giants uh, about there uh, back and forth. And I love that they literally just traded games the entire series. 
<laughs> yeah, man. Okalad though, like to me, he's like the. It, it's like. It's like the, I guess the perfection of simplicity. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's it's. You're you're looking at him, and it's. Like. It's it's almost like everyone else is playing and like trying to do the most like creative thing ever, and he's just like so precise at doing the most mundane things, mm-hmm. and it, it just I think it frustrates opponents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. Astral does like a double flip reset, <laughs> uh, flip cancel into a double touch, right? Scores, and then Ocala like wins the kickoff, <laughs> scores again, <laughs> right? Like, I, uh, the the point is that it, it just I think as you watch him play, you're like. I th- I think the truth is like our image of what a Rocket League player should be is is at times like very much pushed towards like we want to be the fancy crazy player, um, but then you like watch Okala and you're like no you really don't have to do that you just have to understand your opponent better than they understand themselves like yeah. that's kind of yep I don't and know I think personally that's why like Okala versus Fairy is sometimes one of the best things to watch. But only if like you're you're ready to watch a chess match. Exactly, you have to be a nerd about it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just straight up have to be a nerd and be ready to be a nerd because you're not going to see too many fancy things. They might pull out something every so often, but it's just going to be really good play the entire time and mind games. And I don't know, it's just it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing and so much fun to watch. <laughs> okay, speaking of mind games, uh, can I get into the finals now? Here, in yes, you can go for it. So before uh, before the finals, Okala tweeted out. 21 and oh <laughs> yep undefeated and i knew i saw <laughs> that tweet and i'm like and i knew from personal experience because um i think i've told this before but but when i was when i was getting really into hearthstone i played a bunch of tournaments like uh they were like weekly tournaments to get into this bigger thing and i would kept getting second like multiple times uh but i always made the mistake mostly because like I was like waiting for the finals. Like I'd be ahead in a double Elam bracket. Mm-hmm. So I'd like usually like tell someone like, Oh, I'm second. I almost made it first. Like I always tell. But whenever I told it, like I started getting sick of feeling like, Oh, I just have to not tell people. Cause like whenever I tell it, I lose. <laughs> <laughs> and so the moment, and here's another thing, right? And this is actually really apparent with the previous Ocala Astral. Ocala was clearly not someone that was like brazen and, and like talking a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you see someone do something that's uncharacteristic of them, it om- like it, it kind of feels like Ocala was like, oh, I already have this in the bag. Like I'm 21 and 0. There's no way I'm going to lose, right? Mm-hmm. And but that's not something he, like that he would do in the rest of the games. Like he's not he's not someone that's like a trash dogger. Like to me, it really reminds me. And, and forgive me if you guys don't know too much about UFC, but um, there was an Eddie Alvarez uh, Conor McGregor fight uh for the championship and like i think sometimes if you are a person that's like quiet stays to yourself and just focuses on um on like okay like i'm just gonna be perfect at this i'm gonna win you can't drag yourself into the trash talkers talk because there's Mm -hmm. no way you're like that's not you you're not gonna be better than them at that and all it does is make you look bad and usually gets into your head you know Mm-hmm. so so that's kind of what it reminded me of because it kind of felt like Ocalad was like starting to be brazen like puffing up his chest but it's like oh i'm 21 and no and coincidentally and this later on uh this was also johnny boy tweeted this out uh he uh he was really the undertaker because 
of of Rocket League because Undertaker was twenty one and zero at WrestleMania in, in like pro wrestling or whatever, and then he lost. Like that's when the big streak <laughs> was over. So he literally tweeted out he was twenty one and zero, and that was like literally the number that you know obviously fictitious but that was like over 20 years in the wwe they built up this like streak for this character right and it's like you literally have the same streak you just said you're 21 and oh and then anyway i i thought that was hilarious that's actually really funny just the the coincidence that happened there <laughs> also when i saw jurors beat uh revzy mm-hmm. uh 3-0 i'm like i think jurors has it because yeah, he's the real deal for sure. Dude, he is the real deal. Like it is just phenomenal mechanics and like Okay. Okay. I th- I think that's the difference maybe between between Jurors and Astral, right? Cuz Astral like will know phenomenal mechanics, but I don't think he plays as much ones. Maybe I'm wrong though. Maybe maybe I'm I actually don't know how much ones he plays, but I'm sure um, he played a lot before this tournament, right? But like Ocala's a, a once player I've seen before, right? I will say I like uh, I was super because I love that like that's a hilarious story I didn't know that with the with the tweet kind of thing of yeah, like yeah. that because I, I completely agree completely out of like what I would expect his behavior um, I went to his Twitter and he has literally zero tweets um, so like curious what what happened like did do you know was that his only tweet did he delete all his tweets following the loss like did something like this I think he did you know? dude I think yeah he literally is is like he has 47 like 4700 followers but zero tweets because at first I thought my my like Twitter was breaking or something because I, I kept scrolling down yeah. and all it's showing is like who to follow rather than like any tweets and I refreshed and same thing I clicked on like media it says and then I noticed he said it hasn't tweeted any video photos or videos and I like looked up and it said that he has zero tweets and I was like oh wow okay cool so That's weird yeah, curious know. if you like just deleted a bunch afterwards I mean, it sucks, but it was it was it was great for the story, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah, that <laughs> is absolutely incredible. <laughs> One um, everybody knows is just like straight up about the uh, the content. Like nobody cares too much about the ones. It's content. Well, that's, the worst, that's the worst. The, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Mm, that's the big thing. Why? Up. Yeah, why Akala's Astral to me was like the most entertaining because it was mm-hmm. like Astral as the games were going, he would like quick chat spam more and more, and it just made for the games. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, the trash, it was like essentially trash talk, but it was just like trying to get into the head. And so like the more trash talk you talk, the more you have to like back it up. But that was kind of the whole story of like, is Ocala going to bite at any point? Mm-hmm. And the commentators did a really good job of like hyping that up. You know what I mean? So when Ocala had won that game and then I don't know if he like would have saved him or something three times after, like th- it was so big because he hadn't said anything before for like the mm-hmm. whole series. And then at the very last game, you know, Astral has been talking all this trash, all this trash per se using quick chats or whatever. And then Ocala responds after he wins with a, what a save, what a <laughs> save and then leaves. It was perfect. Oh, that's just beautiful. I love that so much. <laughs> the counter trash talk is the best thing where you just, you just take it in the entire time. Know it's coming. You got to win, dude. You got to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you win. And you're just like, GG. My, well, you, like my, any- my favorite yeah, is never saying anything like if people are being super toxic and then as soon as like like the couple like best ones i've had in ranked is like let's say there's like a whiff maybe in, in my end defensively and i boom the ball down and, like you already know well in advance it's going in so being able to type uh like lol or something before the ball even goes in like after they're being toxic <laughs> is just incredible right because by that point they can't leave yet right they'd have to forfeit out as it's going so like you quickly are able to type before they can get there mm, feels good because normally like if you win an ot it like it might be like an instant leave right and you don't get the satisfaction mm-hmm. of saying anything back like if it goes but oh i love it like even like honestly i was i was playing a little earlier today with uh haywood um and we we'd gotten a a guy who was like 
weirdly like it was like a weird toxic like it was uh <laughs> like if we ever like shot and he'd save it he would like spam sorry or like little things like it was like really just weird quick chats and like i, I assume just trying to get in our head they had a really weird like club name and i literally just kind of openly asked midway through game i was like oh, what does your club may- name mean and he's like oh well you're an idiot since you don't know and i was like oh okay sorry it was like unfunum or something was and like how would i ever know what that means <laughs> and so we were just kind of laughing at it and then uh we so we beat them and then we we queue them again uh, and i noticed that one of the guys like had has a twitch stream and all always whenever someone's toxic i'll go to their twitch stream and just see like what kind of human am i working with here like is it a 12 year old is it some like like what well, who is it like i want to see um and it was just some like uh, i don't know probably like i played some like 18 19 year old kid uh and every time and i just left the stream on in the background and like uh put it like didn't do it and then we ended up beating them like five nothing or something and every single goal he would just like scream at his teammate who was like in discord uh with him like oh, in a call no. together it was just breaking my heart listening to it and i was like man i was like such a like sad mentality to be going through with like and he was just like his teammate didn't say a word the entire unless like maybe i couldn't hear him over like twitch but like i'm pretty sure he didn't say anything because anytime it'd go in even if he like whiffed a ball he'd just scream at his teammate and yeah that that kind of like counter toxicity without even having to say anything is hands down my favorite right of like even then like he would say something he's like i want to rip my hair out and i type in chat i was like oh don't rip your hair out friend like stuff like that and rocket league <laughs> is just so much fun i love doing little things like that i'm like i'm not i'm not being mean by any means but i'm like sl- like slightly throwing their stuff back at them makes me happy well <laughs> if people are like like demonstrating qual like things that are just like i don't know just just trashy you know what i mean like throwing a little bit of it back to their face is not especially if they're on the other team is not i don't know i feel like you can if someone is toxic to you and you want to be toxic back especially if they're an opponent i i don't see as long as you don't cross any lines i don't see any problem with it personally <laughs> that's fair that's fair if you, I- you definitely poke fun of them or, or like you know <laughs> Try to, especially if you beat them, try to try to throw in whatever the toxicity they had in their face a little bit. I, I get it. <laughs> For me, I usually, uh, if I'm playing like a, a threes game, then I'll usually try and push them on to make them more toxic because that's just going to get into their teammates' head and make them real mad. And then we just win that game because that one teammate is super toxic and gets the other teammates mad. But if it's ones, I won't say a word. <laughs> I won't say a single thing. And then if I win, GG. Get out. <laughs> That's it. I just say GG and leave. <laughs> it's perfect. That's just the end. And that's that's all I want. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's my whole thing about toxicity there. I, I well, don't understand it. it. It's it's also like the bigger the contrast between your behavior and their behavior, mm-hmm. like the better the better you feel almost. <laughs> like because you're essentially saying I didn't I didn't get caught up in this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was able to just enjoy the game. And I, I think in general that's a better mentality. Man, okay. My last, my last thought here. Sometimes you just have to be over wholesome to somebody who's being really toxic. <laughs> my favorite man. I call them sweetie and know. cutie and stuff like that as much as I can while they're saying things. You know, but, I'll rile them up. <laughs> yeah. would rile me up too. I would, like I would rip my hair out if I was like in a mood trying to be toxic to someone, and they keep being like, "That's okay, sweetie. Don't worry." Like, like stuff like that. Oh, I'd lose it. I love doing that. That came from hockey for me, right? Because I'm a goalie. And so like, it's pretty standard for like players to sit in front of me and try to screen me when shots are coming. So my strategy would always be like to, to like have a weirdly, awkward small talk with them and like it always went one of two ways that either be like they'd yell at me or like yell obscenities at me or like chirp me or something and that or then i don't i'd love it if people like talked back so i like yep. they, they literally like shove the, their butt into me to start screening then like, hey cutie how's your day today like hope the game's going well like little things like that <laughs> and, like some, sometimes they literally turn around and like actually hit me because like, i don't know why but i guess that's hockey uh, and then other times oh. be like, it's so good man like how are you doing and, <laughs> and, like, it. and i'd be like oh good man have a good skate and he'd skate back down the ice like i always love that that was always my my style and like my teammates always loved it too 
Oh, I love that. That's just so so wholesome. Mm-hmm. I love what, that's the best part about being wholesome to toxicity. Sometimes you make them wholesome. Right, it just and works. Just really nice. And then it's just the nicest game in the, in the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so fun. Oh, okay, let's move on. Yeah. And yeah. let's just... <laughs> I don't know if you want to go, but like First Killer 1 and NA, which yes. is... Yeah. Uh, NA was pretty run-of-the-mill, in my opinion. Like, when yeah. I was watching, same thing. Like, I watched, like, most of the double elim. Didn't get to watch all the single elim, but... Um, looked look pretty run of the run of the mill to me, run of the mile if you want to say that, because huh? mile yeah, is pretty good. Uh, like but yeah, mile again had a phenomenal f- performance. But uh, uh, yeah, first scale, I love it. It's like the 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 call ups uh, between Joru's now and Mile in both regions, just having great performances right now of guys who are like stellar in ones and got to play a little bit in fusion and things like that as well. It's cool getting a getting a little more vision on One these spotlight. guys, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Spotlight. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know it. One's being run of the mill, especially in NA, just makes sense because like there's like there's what like three people who are just top, I think. Mm-hmm. First killer is just gross. Yep, first killer is just gross, and then you have a couple of the people like I think Lion Blaze and Mile are the two that I would put at the top. I'm not entirely sure, but it's definitely fancier, more mechanics overall. But I don't know, it's it's ones you probably you can probably guess who's gonna win. <laughs> it's kind of sad, but that's what we got there. That's that. Big grats to First Killer and to, um, oh my goodness, I turned away. Uh, and Joris. <laughs> Forgot how to pronounce it. And, okay, moving on to more future things. Um, surprisingly, there's not much actually happening in terms of uh, competitive tournaments coming up. There is the South America tournament, if you want to watch that. But the big news that we got this week was RLCS X, which I think is 10 but we're calling it X. It is 10. Come on. It is being called RLCS X though, from any of the people I've been seeing, like Waller. We're going to have star. Then we're going to have rocket ship. Oh, geez. (laughs) This is X. And the reason it's X is because everything is changing. That's why it's it's not just 10. Is is it going to be X one or X two next? Actually X one will be redundant. So X two next season. (laughs) I would actually like X one because then that'd be 11. No, 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 no. You're right. X one does make sense, but it also feels redundant because X like as soon as you have X, I associate it with a variable, you know what I mean? In math or in, in computer science. So yep. as a variable, you would never have one X anyway. I will say just a side thing. Generally the first one is X naught, which is X zero. And then the second one is X one. So eh, maybe X one being the second does make sense, but okay, let's go over this. Um, so we have well, new starts in August, dude. That's the biggest thing I noticed right away. I- like it that's soon it's coming <laughs> out <laughs> and this is part of why i was thinking that uh the new season like competitive season would end before august but who knows um this will be uh the actual competitive thing that's happening for the next entire year yes yeah uh, next 12 months which is going to be super fun um and basically we talked about this last time but now we have a uh, like a full rundown of exactly how things are going to work. And that's really fun. Can I just uh, say, I do like this. Because the one thing that I was kind of worried about that I really, until I saw this graphic, I really didn't visualize. But it would, I would hate it for it to be 2021. And the, like... So this is RLCS X, right? So I imagine next year it'll be, like, whatever it is. But it, I'd hate it for, like, the because they can match up the year in the calendar with like the RLCS number, I would hate <laughs> it if it was like one off. That would really bug me anyway. Oh, true. <laughs> uh, that's actually something fun that I've always loved about Dota 
because its big one uh, started in 2010 or 2011, I think, and mm. just went forward from there. Always remember the year by uh, which TIO was. Listen, <laughs> or you can start following the big boy esports, all right? Uh, the, the ones that have been around for 20 years where they're like, no, we're just going to switch to the calendar year. Why are we even like... When we uh, celebrate every anniversary every 10 years anyway, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, let's go over what's actually happening. Um, I'm going to quickly go over this because we have more or less done this before. Yeah, yeah, let's make it. Yeah, yeah. So we have the three splits, which we all know about fall, winter, and spring. Um, it's ending in May, which means it, it looks like it's actually ending in May, which I have to guess means that off season is going to be June and July. Mm-hmm. So the full summer is um, both off season and up for like up for grabs there. Um, and then I don't really know what Battlefy is. Do you know? Do either of you I know? I do. That? Yes. Mm-hmm. As a, yeah. That is. Listen, if you want, if you play Hearthstone, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so it's it's just it's um, uh, smash uh, smash.gg. Okay. You know that website? It's just that, yes. except a different company. Mm-hmm. Like. Okay. That, that's fair. Yet again, um, so, another attempt at another company for Rocket uh-huh. League to host games. Yeah, it's kind of worrying, but, you know, let's, let's see what happens. Battlefly is pretty good. I will say Battlefly is pretty solid. Yeah, I, I've seen it as well, like, for a couple other games, and, yeah, it's pretty solid. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm still skeptical but because of... Always be skeptical. I think it's better than Smash.gg, but... Ooh, <laughs> that's a hot take. That is a hot take. I love Smash. They're both good. I think... I think... I, I know what it is. I honestly know why. Because Smash.gg, the page is just, it's just like a, just a blank white page sometimes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> True. You in the face. Like you Battlefly, you got, you got some nice tones, some gray, you know, some dark blue. <laughs> <laughs> Smash needs a dark mode. That's, a, that's just And a, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's go over it. Let me, stop. give me like five minutes to just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so three splits, each split, whatever. Um, things. There's six, uh, six minors per, uh, three for each reason, region, and then one major, which comes out of those. Um, there, the fall split is a 32 team format, the winter split being 24, and spring split being 20, which means that we're dropping eight teams in, uh, in fall, uh, four teams in winter and spring. Um, and I think that leads us to the 16-person uh, RLCS championship, correct? And now it's officially 16 teams, by the way, which is super cool. Um, we only actually have information. Yes, we only actually have information on the fall split. The uh, spring and or the winter and spring splits will be coming uh, when those come, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's actually any information on those two no i think that's a smart call because they're it's as is like every institution organization whatever you want to say across the world everybody's kind of waiting to see what happens with covid as it keeps mm-hmm. moving forward especially yeah. with the states respiking right now um, i think that's oh, hands yeah. out of our best call just talk about fall and so like like i don't i don't know if you said it i may have missed it but yeah it's all online like everything in mm-hmm. fall is gonna be online uh, and i think that's the right call and then hopefully winter we can get some in-persons by that point but we'll see Yep, I, I agree with that. Also, I think uh, an extra added bonus with only having the fall done is that they can look at what happens in the fall, see what, how people are reacting and mm-hmm. if everything's working, and then make small changes uh, to the winter and spring as that goes on. And it's funny with that, and like where I, I completely agree, I think that's a great way to look at it. The one thing I find very interesting is that they did commit to a timeline right like that's what i find very yes. interesting because if 100 if let's say things go awry in for the fall season and maybe we are delayed or something happens or like 
who knows what happens. I, uh, I'm curious now on having to backtrack on a timeline if they do, because they basically just committed a year to us now, right? Of like exactly mm-hmm. what the timeline is going to look like. Where normally I found for every other event, Sonic's pretty uh pretty late i find on announcing things on purpose and i think that's a good policy right to to try to ensure that you're gonna deliver and so we'll have to see now especially since so many things in the world are still pretty uncertain uh if they can follow through and i think they will i don't i don't see anything halting too hard unless battlefy breaks down like we've seen with things like crl uh but again unlikely so uh yeah i thought that was a very interesting uh committing to the full timeline that they did uh but i i'm happy i'm happy to have as much info as we can get And yeah, they still are very much open to changing things. And at very worst, they do things completely online with the teams that they know are going to be in. So it's it's not super dangerous for them to do. Um, but yeah, that's what's going to happen. And then uh, let's actually look down at what the fall split ha- happens. Uh, you can sign up for that, which is super cool. It's completely open qualifiers. So anybody can go in. Um, 32 teams are going to qualify. And then, you know, just your basic uh, for the rest of it, pretty much. 16 team Swiss and that's what i think every other tournament so far more or less has been um so it's just a standard tournament bracket and i think that's all i can see there right are they getting rid of rlrs then yes technically yeah so like there's one major pro circuit basically is the goal here mm-hmm. um and is like i was saying that was i think what we were talking about last time was that why i'm happy with that specifically now that it's just as of right now naeu is because we have the depth i think to support that much at least which is nice mm-hmm. uh and then uh, we'll go from there so now there are like will be teams that are like overall splits let's say the records will be like three and 30 and there will be teams that are like 30 and three which I, I think is exciting for me i like that we have a little more uh like base across the the whole area and like even if you are a middle of the middle of the pack team and like let's say you're a high rlrs team but a low rlcs team you now actually have a very real chance at qualifying for a world right if you can at least just stay consistent all the way so which is pretty cool telling me the karma has finally made it back into all the rlcs <laughs> technically yeah Oh, uh, well, not even technically. So, so right now, uh, Karma has, uh, I think it's that they have a instant qualify to the third day of the qualifiers is what, is what she yes. and her team will have. Uh, yes. so, uh, a very good chance of getting into the split, but not, not confirmed. Don't worry. The last game of the qualifiers, they're going to fail to win it three times in a row. <laughs> oh, no, That's I would so be mean. shocked if they didn't make it. They, they definitely deserve it. And I think they, uh, their, their team's looking, I know they literally just played recently with, uh, one of the community tournaments going on right now. And I think they did pretty well. So nice. Okay. So we might be seeing stuff from them. That'll be kind of cool. Um, and then this, so the second big thing, I guess actually it's like the third big thing that we're, we got information on is the grid. I love the names, by the way. Um, <laughs> so the grid is, this is the weekly one, correct? Yeah, these uh, were like the side weekly tournaments that we were kind of confused yeah. about before. Yeah, I think this is this is that. And it looks like this is actually not going to help for qualification. Um, it's just seeding. Prize money, seeding, and spot on majors. So um, it's like, essentially, I guess the majors probably count for a lot of points as well. So if if winning these weekly t- uh, grid things. Wait, here it is. The team that okay. with the highest accumulated grid points will qualify for that splits major. So only the team who wins the grid will get to the, the major. Um, but that's a then- $10,000 weekly prize pool. Right? That's a that, lot. That is, you know, that's, I, 
I think it's, well, this, it's a lot, but it's also split across regions, across players, across everything. Like uh, your max winnings would be like a grand kind of thing, probably max. I'd say, right? Like it, it's it, when broken down, it's really not all that much, right? But still, having a ten grand prize Huge. pool on so the cool. tournament, yeah, right, super cool. And that's on a weekly tournament that mm-hmm. oh, they're not really expecting people to watch. Um, probably the most of it, and it's a feeder tournament for a feeder tournament. <laughs> right? It kind of feels like it, it's it's like for teams that aren't signed to 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 teams like to to orgs. Mm-hmm. Like this is the kind of tournament that a lot of them are going to be looking at. Like, okay, let, yeah. let's let's try to have a regular income through it. You know, definitely. Um, do we know how people qualify for this? The grid is that given? Um, because it says here that 16 teams are invited to the first season of the grid, and the teams uh, that earned RLCS and Rivals Series auto qualifications via their performance season nine. Um, my guess with the weeklies is that it's just open reg, like was kind of what I was right? thinking, but yeah, not too sure. I could be wrong. That's what I was thinking as well. But it says here invited to the first season of the grid. So I don't know. That might be. It might. Oh. Then again, it probably. I don't. I. I, I think you're actually yeah. right. I think it would probably just be invitation because that's the whole. We literally like talked about the new extra ranked um, of what is it play. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I now already forget what it was called. Um, but the the new field. attempts of that. Yeah, the field um, yes. of like weekly things that are open qual. So uh, I don't think they're going to add another one. So yeah, I think you might be right. I think it's probably just going to be invite. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could reach the grid from the field. If that's going to be a thing, because currently with the uh, right with the higher level uh, field stuff, it's like this is only open to RLCS and RLS player RLRS players. Um, so there's definitely potential that they're using that as direct feeder into um, RLCS stuff, which I think could be interesting because then that's like a direct passage from bubble to tournaments. So that might be. Yeah, that might be my thing with invitation now. Yeah, is just the teams that don't qualify for the splits then are invited. Basically, like top teams that aren't yeah. that don't qualify make it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and I'm thinking. that's uh, wait for the grid. Yeah, for the grid. So teams that don't qualify for the splits then would qualify for. The, oh, I know because it's teams that are in the splits also in, can play in the grid. Yeah. Correct. Uh, yeah, it's messy. I don't like the idea of the grid. Like I, I thought it was messy when I read it, and I'm like now even talking about. It, I think it's even messier of that. Like I think the yeah. the splits already provide like a ton of content, like an absolute ton of content that is, I think I'd said last time is going to be hard for new viewers to follow because they're going to have to learn what all this means and what equals what and so on. But definitely in the long run will be better because now we have longer lasting storylines, literally a year long rather than just like a couple months. And then that team's just gone after a couple months. Um, Mm -hmm. Whereas I think now adding the grid just makes it even messier if there's then something that doesn't, like if it doesn't quite fit. And so then again, I, again, I might just be misreading, but then if, if the grid is an opportunity to qualify for the world championship, then if a team is winning everything, the splits, why would they also be allowed to play in the grid? The grid is an opportunity to qualify for majors. Sorry and for majors, think, not worlds. Thank you. Sorry. Yep. I think what the, the grid is, is that anybody who's in the split will be playing in the grid to um, get their, uh, what is it? The seating in the majors Anybody who, or the person who wins the the grid, probably after uh, the people who won the minors. Um, so, like, if the person or the team who wins the grid comes first, and then, uh, or some major comes first in the grid, or team who wins a minor comes first in the grid, means that the second or that that grid auto qualification to the major would now move down. 
Can you understand right? why I think this is messy and hard to follow? It's very messy. I'm not. I'm not. We, we not. agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that is very, very messy. There's things that are happening. I'm sure it'll make a lot more sense when we actually see it. Um, but it looks entirely like seating, in my opinion. Um, I think seating and an extra spot for for people to qualify. I think what they need to do is they need to show because this, this is great. This is good. This is good information we got. Like I'm happy this this was posted. Like I, I I'm happy this is all coming out. I think what they really need to do is show us like probably graphics but like a graphic of a team like what is a team's run so like what is the best teams in the world like run gonna look like like if they win every single thing what would that look like and then what is the like absolute bubble team opportunity like uh, like what does that all look like if you don't qualify for this but you might be able to make it with this with these points like i think we need to see the extremities of both sides because if, if folks like remember mechanically mediocre when jerry and i talked about it that was the main thing and then we were working off literally just a picture like we didn't have any of this information um but that that was the main question we kept having of like okay well if you win the league but this, like, do you need to play in this event? But then do you also need to play in the, like what major would matter if you win the first two majors, do you need to play in the third? Like, like there was a lot of that. And so I, I think they really need to come out with some type of explanation as to what every team's route's going to look like. Because every yep. single time I hear someone explain, like I literally like just in prep for the <laughs> podcast today, um, because I felt like I had a good grasp. I watched Lawler's video, breaking it down. And even he had questions and wasn't super <laughs> sure. And then what you guys are saying sounds a little different than from what he said saying and from a little different from what i thought i read so it's like i really think they need to come out with some like very very deep and like understandings of like what is a single player or team's experience not the Mm -hmm. big picture stuff that we're getting right now and i'm sure they're being very intentional and not sharing that yet because of everything going on and waiting for it to roll out and so on but yeah it's Mm -hmm. like it makes it hard to even want to talk about because it's just so hard to actually grasp and understand yeah, it's it's not an easy thing. What I will say, what I absolutely love, like probably the most of this entire uh, page showing the announcement is specifically this last line of the, the grid where it says they're opening up broadcasting to individual streams. So that means that you can uh, listen to your, your favorite team's uh, comms. They, they'll be streaming if they want to, completely up to them. But there's very easily a chance that we, we get actual um, insight into the comms and like single player uh, perspective. So I like that a lot. It's uh, super interesting and I really hope it gets used. Um, I'm assuming that it will because that's free streaming opportunities and people are probably going to use that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we got there. Any final thoughts on this other than we need, we do need actual more information because things are very, very confusing. And yeah. <laughs> I, I feel this is definitely one of those things that once, once we kind of start or in it, you know what I mean? It'll all kind of mm-hmm. make sense, but but looking at it right now, it, it is definitely more complex than it feels like it has to be. Yes. Yep. It's probably a lot less complex than it, or it sounds a lot more complex than it really is. Um, I think it's just yeah. complex. I'm going to throw that out there. You're, you're not wrong, but it probably sounds more complex. I still, I think it does. I, I do not underestimate how complex no it is. If there was no grid, like it'd be easy. You know what I mean? So easy yeah. if there wasn't a grid because we have the, we have the main scene that people need to try to compete for. And if they do not qualify for anything on the main scene, they can play in the field the and that's it. No, no, not the grid. We don't care about the grid. We don't want the grid. Well, at least I don't want the grid. Um, and so like that's, that seems so much more logical to me is just, you are all competing for one single thing. You don't need a whole second league that some people are participating and maybe others aren't. And then we also have the, the lower level, but high level competitive field that is like the your your step up kind of thing of like do you really well in the field and there you go that might be your step into next years or next splits or whatever that might look like right mm-hmm. 
yeah. my my guess is that that's step into next splits because it's top six or bottom six people in the grid go down mm-hmm. or have to fight for the chance to stay in, which might be the thing. Also, because there's 16 teams in the grid, I'm going to give my full thoughts on what this exact thing is. The grid is going to be all 16 teams that qualify for each split. Um, the minors aren't going to matter likely point-wise. Uh, they might get you points towards RLCS, but they're going to give you a direct spot into major. Seeding from the grid, um, or the grid is entirely for seeding, and then the top player or top team in the grid qualifies to the major, and then majors give you direct access to RLCS. That's my overall guess as to how things work, but that's my <laughs> <a good> guess. <laughs> Does that did what I say there make sense? Make sense? I'm I'm already over it, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm ready to move on. I'm <laughs> let's get out. Um, moving on, we have an, a full entire corner that we've almost forgotten about. It it's beginner's corner. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, all right. So let me preface this with a couple things. Um, this this uh, this whole discussion kind of span from spans span spans from. Um, when we had our Robin Kyle show this weekend mm-hmm. at the end of it, I, I think is okay. We were talking about this volleyball anime of all things called haiku. Uh, and then we transitioned to rocket league. And then I was like, okay, like what if we thought about volleyball in terms of rocket league? Uh, and it was, it was very fun. It was very entertaining. Um, but you know, after, and our patrons had a little bit of discussion on it. Uh, so after kind of reading some of their comments, I'm like, okay, I got to ground this a little better. Um, <laughs> Cause I think, I think on the show, to me, the reason it blew my mind on the Rob and Kyle show is because it. There are certain things that for me it was like I'd never think to think of Rocket League in this way, mm-hmm. um, and and that's why it kind of blew my mind. If that makes sense, um, and this isn't to say that volleyball is at all one on one analogous. I'd even say like, like the sports analogies definitely stop at some point, right? Like at some point, it is a game and it has its own. I guess kind of theory that you have to build within itself as opposed to relating it to other things. Right. Um, if you abstract other things at a certain point, you're like, no, I should be focused on the thing that we're actually doing. But I, for me, at least I think it does make me think about the game in a way it was, it felt helpful to me. So I go on the rant. So I thought I would kind of explain my thoughts a little bit on, uh, uh, like thinking about rocket league in terms of volleyball. So <clears throat> with that preamble, <laughs> um, uh let's begin so uh the first thing that 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 i was thinking about is every time that you go up for a 50 or it can even be on the ground to me the only sport like it doesn't seem like there's another sport quite like volleyball that has that same feeling if that makes sense um where if you're the one spiking the ball right you're essentially the one shooting um you're trying to aim it past a, a solid block and literally the ball will bounce off the block or it's going to go through, right? And I feel like every time we do a 50 in this game, um, like I was trying to think of like soccer or hockey and like nothing really bounces off the same way it does a volleyball. That, that makes sense. Like a soccer will bounce off, but it doesn't seem as consequential mm-hmm. uh, as in volleyball. Like, you know, you'll slam it as hard as you can. And then like sometimes you have to fight through the block. But, but the point was, if you're the first one to the ball, you, I feel like you're the spiker. Um, essentially... Uh, and and this this it, it, I think the feeling that I was trying to describe because it is a feeling that I'll see sometimes is where 
I'll go to hit the ball, but I know it's going to be blocked. And let's just say I'm last man, right? You're that third person shooting, right? You, you're, your team's been putting on pressure to the other team and you're the third person shooting. And sometimes like, I'll, I'll go to shoot and then realize the person's there blocking me and I won't hit it because I know that's going to lead to like a, a breakaway or an empty net on my side, right? And then like this weird kind of 50 happens where instead of like slamming it, I don't. That to me feels the most like volleyball moment um because that's the feeling of like if you're a spiker and you're going up against a block and you're like i can't hit this ball with all my might right now because it's going to bounce <laughs> the other way right so so that seems similar right uh i think as well when it comes to like just just the way humans are built like it 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 does make sense that there's not a lot of sports where we literally run into each other with a ball between us <laughs> you know what i mean yep, yep. <laughs> like like there is uh so there's, i was thinking somebody who has control and then somebody who's trying to take it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that can happen at times, but um, I, I, I think as well, because I was thinking about this, like what, what directly relates to like the way the physics kind of work in uh rocket league, like what sports and like volleyball definitely has some of that. Right. When, when you um, set it, right. It's all, it moves kind of in a parabola, right. The idea uh, that kind of physics or, uh, and I was thinking of other sports, like, like, I guess you can kind of use tennis and ping pong in that sense, in the sense that you're hitting it flat, right? In some ways. Mm-hmm. And that's how the ball is going to move. Uh, as opposed to hockey, where you're kind of like, you can kind of, it, it is similar because it is flat, but it doesn't feel like you're quite, uh, if you're going, I don't know. So I, I don't know if it'd move the same way. So I, I commented on the Discord and I said, like, I hadn't listened to the episode, mm-hmm. but when I was, ch- I was chatting with allies a couple of days yeah, ago, yeah. he brought up and he's like, oh, he's like, you know, like, uh, Lazero said that, uh, like, he he closely relates Rocket League to volleyball. And he's talking a bit about the episode and stuff. And, and I, I was wholeheartedly against it. Uh, and why I'm going to say I'm still wholeheartedly against mm-hmm. it is because all of thus far I've heard you compare it to is just 50s. So 50s alone are like volleyball, not the game. No, 100%. Mm-hmm. No, and, cool. and I, my point. I think is because in some in some ways, fifties, uh, to me at least, are stuff that we, like we don't talk about. It's hard to talk about because like they happen a lot of times, but you like you don't have like a training pack for fifties if that makes sense. Um, but it's so vital because it's an encounter that happens like every two three seconds, um, and to me at least, it feels very very like it. Also, the speed of play, right? Like. The, the the amount of time you have before you make the next decision, I think that's another thing that to me was felt more like volleyball. Definitely compared to like soccer. Like soccer, you have a lot more time usually. Like someone will be pressuring you, but you can always just pass it back, right? Or hockey, I, I I think I think you have more opportunity to just control, right? Like that's the truth about this game, particular game is that our control of the ball. I mean, obviously at higher like if and maybe if you have really good ground control, you can do better. Um, but when, when I think about it, it's, it's kind of like, I I can never feel as fully in control of the ball as I feel like you can in a lot of sports. Um, and, and that, that feeling of when the ball is moving constantly and we have a game that's like, you, you really are taking one touch a lot of times. That's when it feels the most like volleyball. And I almost feel like every skill that we learn in this game is what makes it unlike it. If that makes sense. So every every of those like fancy skills that we learn in this game, like catch, flick, um, <clears throat> our air dribbles, our flip resets, are things that make it unlike volleyball. But when you're playing a game and everyone's pretty much hitting it once every time, that's when it feels the most like it because it's almost like in volleyball, you're only allowed to hit it once, right? 
And so you, you have to make you, your only decision or your only place to hit it once. So that's kind of where, to me at least, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know if you want to bounce off that, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, I see the idea behind it having a mindset. I think, and that's why like, I don't know if this is like what you would settle on, but um, the language that was used to me was that you mm-hmm. com- you said that Rocket League is most similar to volleyball, um, and it's to me it's still not even close. Like this is just oh, okay, a okay, good okay, mindset okay. So, so from I'll, volleyball will help mm-hmm. you get better at Rocket League. I yes, I, I think on the podcast it was because this was an idea that I hadn't thought through originally. Does that make sense? Like I'd never thought of comparing yeah, yeah, you're just the, the game word vomiting. Yeah, yeah, I so, do that all the so time. So we were we were we were like really hyped because it's like oh, I, like I'd never even thought of it, right? So we're just thinking of every possible way we could equate it. So that, like we went on a rant and it was kind of fun. Um, but I I think the truth was uh, is, yeah. So so um, I, it's I think the big thing about this game that I've always thought about. Um, is when I think about strategy within the game, if that makes sense, right? Um, and there are, like, things you should do that are objectively good, you know what I mean? Like, back uh, back post rotation, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that always bothered me is, like, I never felt like you could kind of outplan a decision. It's kind of like, you feel like it's a lot of just predicting reaction, predicting reaction. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like in most sports that I've played, it isn't that, right? Like I actually have a little more time or you can kind of change the flow of the game in different ways. And that's why volleyball felt to me of that. How do I put this? It's like in volleyball, you only really have the two to three seconds to make a decision. And except for that, you're watching play, right? Mm. And your two to three seconds to make a decision sets up whether your next attack or or it can screw up your whole attack um and i think in a lot of other sports there are times where you making a mistake isn't so immediately punished if that makes sense but with how fast rocket league happens like i mean because we've we've always joked about the fact that like oh just hit the like just don't miss the ball like be more consistent (laughs) and when I think of it in terms of a volleyball player, that's where I feel it's the closest in, like analogy, right? Where like in volleyball, one player making a mistake is literally the ball is on the ground and it's over, right? And that that's um, that's why mentality wise, I always feel like if if I if I thought of soccer, like I, I screw up, but then you know what I mean? Like usually I just have time to run back and there's like 20 other players, you know, <laughs> to, to do their <laughs> things. Um, in hockey, I could see it definitely be closer, right? Cause speed of play, especially hockey. I think I've always said that skates, you know, like momentum definitely makes sense from that perspective and rotation. Um, yeah, I think that's a like, often overlooked one, uh, as a yeah. huge, huge of that. Like the, the fact the that so you can get the, top speed yeah, yeah. with boost in rocket league and then hold that momentum just by going forward is obviously there's, there's like, there's no friction in game, but there's friction in real yeah, yeah. life. But like, yeah, the exact same concept of like reserving your stamina by gliding down the ice is the same as reserving your boost by like keeping at top speed down the field. Hundreds. I think that's easily one of the most overlooked ones of that. When like well, my, and the fact that when the you stop, you, 
you have resolve. it takes yeah, a while to get fast you got again, it right like 100 and like and obviously that's just physics mm. in real life too but 100 <laughs> i agree the the like gliding is a huge one obviously i always my main claim as to why i think rocket league is closest to hockey is because of the rotations is that um that was the only reason i found so much success when i started so early was that there was no nobody knew how to rotate that didn't exist uh but we like i only played with my hockey buddies it was literally the guys i bought the game with and so we just did offensive cycles, which is the same as a rotation in Rocket League, like like the exact, exact same um, that was generally found in like 1960s, give or take for <laughs> hockey, uh, is what we use as the current meta for Rocket League and the long lasting meta for Rocket League. So mm-hmm. um, that's why I found early success and why I consistently said that it was closest to uh, hockey. And then I saw Relentless had some comments saying he found it very similar to indoor soccer. And I think there's a lot of value there too. I just find the playmaking might be similar to in, uh, indoor soccer, whereas the um, the overall feel rotation playthrough of the game, I think for me has always been closest to hockey. And, and maybe the last thing I want to say, just, just, just relating to volleyball is that I think it's also like the movement of the ball tends to move in a parabola. And I can't think of another sport where it does that quite as much as it does in volleyball. That's like fair, it's actually. parabola, parabola, and then straight shot. Right. Mm-hmm. And then think about a passing play, right? Or or the ball going out of the corner and falling in that arc, and then you have to slam it down as fast as you can. Um, I think there are definitely some benefits to that. Okay, and actually, this is actually getting to my main point uh, in where I've always felt when I had this game, my image of what the perfect player was, you know, like or what the player I want to be, right? The 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 squishy, the Justin does all the cool things. Um, and then you're like in game and I would get frustrated in game thinking about, oh, I need to do all this crazy cool stuff because it's fun for one instance. Right. But you're <laughs> like, you know what? Like um, and this actually goes back to the Silent Echo uh, interview I had a while ago. Uh, but he was saying, like, you know, if, if you go up to do that flip reset shot and you only hit two out of 15, uh, then the 13 times you didn't hit it like that's, you know, objectively giving the ball to the opponent to do stuff with. Right. Um and and that's that feeling that like when I was thinking of this game in terms of volleyball, it's like, you know, I could learn all these crazy things, but ultimately at some point I'm unable. Um, uh, well, at some point I have to be able to do those basics because those happen so much more in the game. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 80 or 90 percent of the time I'm not doing something fancy in the game. So when I watch gameplay and and actually this actually gave me an enjoyment of the game more because sometimes when you watch gameplay, you're like, oh, I just want to see cool stuff. Uh, but they have to realize, no, it's like this team is putting a lot of pressure on that team. Right. Which forces them to hit the ball immediately as opposed to try to do set up a play. Um, and it's finding instances within being pressured to, to create things uh, that I think you find the most success in this game. Uh, so me always thinking of like, oh, let me try to do crazy stuff or, oh, I need to carry. Right. And sometimes you can't carry. Sometimes you can create a goal out of nothing. Right. Uh, but ultimately, at some point, like you have to be able to, whether it's through your 50s or intentional passing or, or just good shots, you have to use those tools to score goals because in most games, that's what's going to dictate it. Right. Um, and switching up timing as well, like making sure making sure that you're not always predictable with how you shoot it because you can catch a lot of people off guard that way. I don't know. Uh, I I thought to me to me at least personally this this analogy spoke a lot um, because I think in general when I have the most struggle in this game is when I think too much about what more can I do 
personally like like i you know what i mean like if i can just learn this next skill i'm gonna get better at this game um mm-hmm. uh but but at some point you know like this is what like this this is something i've been thinking about as well it's like you know people talk about having a skill ceiling in this game and i think there's always a million other things that we're gonna find to learn uh, but at some point if you're going for a double flip reset and the defender catches your first like your first uh what is it stall i guess or your first your first catch and hits mm-hmm. the ball right at that moment that defender did their job perfectly and outplayed you you know what i mean even though you're about to do a double flip reset into musty you know what i mean like as long <laughs> at the end of the day if the defender can tell where the next movement's going and hits you at the perfect timing they get the timing right and they move fast enough um like you've been outplayed so so regardless of your crazy skill if if you sometimes especially in threes like especially in threes it's just like you just don't have the time to use that skill and you have to make do with the time you have to to beat this other opponent in some way or to set up in some way to to kind of give you a chance to win the game Mm -hmm. yep i actually like that a lot and most of that was just you figuring out a whole bunch of stuff on your own and i really like it (laughs) i don't know Um, like like i and i think like let me let me just go back to the first thing i said about this at mm-hmm. some point, you have to detach it from sports. Yes. Um, but to me personally, I think it helps me think of this game in a way that will actually start helping me improve uh, as opposed to thinking, oh, I can, you know what I mean? As I can a, do it myself. Yeah. 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 No, it, it's like, that's why we get frustrated with our teammates so much in this game, right? Because one team makes one mistake and that costs you a goal. And you're like, oh, right. Um, yep. <laughs> And and it's it's that feeling of like, oh, if only I could do a million more things. But at the end of the day, and I think even in Overwatch, like my biggest frustration in Overwatch is that I, at some point I got to a point in the game where, where that particular role that I played in that game, I was very, very good at that role. But if my teammates were not doing what they were doing, that role was useless, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's always a frustration. But But as soon as you have more than one person like the game does become a team game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that and note so- is actually where this analogy comes in for me. Okay. Like, you, do you want to finish your thought? Cause no, you go. I think I've, okay. I've said enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the, the volleyball analogy for me, um, the biggest thing about it. And the reason that I like this so much was when we initially came up with this, uh, analogy, it started from, you talking about your volleyball teammate who was toxic and mm. he was slightly better than, yes. uh, yeah. So he was slightly better than, you know, everybody else. He was good at the game. He, he understood, was it, but he was no, no, he was not good at the game. He was tall and athletic. Oh, even, even worse than, um, <laughs> yeah, even better. Um, but he always thought, or he thought that he was much better and would get no, no, really, he, really he would mad. win a lot of points with, through his height and his speed and his, okay. Yeah. Okay. But regardless, his, uh, his, uh, mentality and his, uh, what what's the word like how he comported like we would lose one point and he would bring the whole team down dude he's like ah like and yeah yeah and that was the biggest issue the biggest issue is the fact that he gets really really salty really really fast and that ruins every single player uh their ability to play the game and that's the biggest thing for me because like in hockey or in pretty much every other sport it's like one person gets mad 
either you swap them off, which is an option, or um, you just kind of deal with it because you don't have to deal with the people. You're not really like right there with them at all times. Like you, you said a long time ago in soccer, like you can just play on the other side of the field. You never have to talk to this person. You can hate their guts and never interact with them ever. Oh, especially <laughs> with the right back and you're a striker. Oh, yeah, right. I so can you hate might, all might the do. right and left backs in the world. I'll <laughs> never have to talk to them. <laughs> yeah, and that's just exactly it. But in volleyball, it's like this person gets mad, the entire team just falters and breaks down entirely because this person is mad. Oh, you see that, that happens, happens so much, dude. Like, yep. In as soon as people like, can't it. hit the ball anymore because they're tilted at their teammate, like it's done. Mm-hmm. That the entire team is over. And it's not just that like that one player is playing bad because um, or and like it's making it harder for the team. It's that the entire team now plays worse straight up because this person's mad. And that's the biggest thing because it doesn't happen in other sport, to my knowledge. As much as mu- no, I'll say as yes. much. You can't yeah, say that as, it doesn't happen. Right, right, like, right. I'm sure if there, and this is this is also with the amount of people, right? With three people specifically, like the effect mm-hmm. of one person is so much greater. True. Um <laughs> I think in volleyball as well is that small mistakes cost immediately as opposed to uh, not. But it's almost like mentality matters more than skill is what I was saying as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to play with your team and make sure that your team's playing well. It's like I was saying earlier. It's the secret uh, skill of solo queue. You have to make your teammates play well (laughs) because you probably can't do it alone. You're you're either going to be playing as a 3v3 or you're going to be playing as a 1v5. The, the truth is, the truth is, when we see, um, who's the guy who kept doing it? Uh, so, okay, when players take on, like, three people to score a goal, that happens, like, once in a tournament, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or maybe twice, right? Shasset? Yeah, Shasset, that's exactly what I was thinking of. I'm yep. like, Shasset can do that, Shasset maybe can do that once every game, right? But mm-hmm. at some point, that's only one goal, <laughs> yep. you know? And, like, no matter how good you are, you're not going to beat three people by yourself. <laughs> Definitely not every single time at the very least. Not every <laughs> single time. Not enough. Yeah. Not enough that you won't need your teammates, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you and and if you're if they know you're gonna deke and you're not passing anymore, right? Then you've become predictable. So you might as well just be shooting because that's the same equivalent. Mm-hmm. If they know you're gonna go for that play every time, you know? Yep. So in, in terms of like the mentality in the mind games, I think that volleyball is the, the best uh, relation in Rocket oh, Mind games like fakes. Yeah, yeah. I like fakes. Oh yeah definitely too i never fake in soccer like i've never like maybe i'll fake one-on-one right but -hmm. i'll never Mm -hmm. like i mean i've seen okay maybe like i say fakes are a huge huge thing in soccer man like like a fake kick and then switching the other way with a pass or a shot like that like even i like i was a goaltender or something i did all the time i lived i I think i think i think though I'm, I'm trying to think. You guys are really you know, like, trying, and I really appreciate it. But like, I, I'll, I'll be very blunt. Like, I'm not there at all. Like, I, I, I see where you're trying to go. I, nothing more than, like, saying a 50 in the air is, like, a, a, a volleyball spike has done anything else for me, though. Wow. Not even the mentality thing? Not. A, like, but, but, but we're not talking. At least I was not coming in. And the, clearly yes, our patrons yeah. were not talking about mentality. <laughs> patrons are talking about what does the game most relate to. One to one. And, yeah, and, yeah, and it's like, not there at all for me. No, I very much agree that it's like not one to one, but there are a bunch of like small things, mainly 50s. one for me. That's uh, it. That, one. Yep. Uh, just okay, the, just 50s, not one. even fakes because fakes like even in hockey, man, like a hockey is a huge part of being able like a uh, faking a toe dragon moving to the outside is a huge move that all high level players will like have hmm. to learn and have to do. And which is the exact okay. same as a fake, right? You're faking a cut and then I moving guess, to yeah, the yeah, outside. Right? You, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Because totally. actually when you think about hockey, like the person that that like essentially fakes the shot and then it goes through them and then the next shot. Mm-hmm. I, yeah 
Yo, Compo, I might have got you right now. So what about the uh, the thing? I just, I just want to see what, what he says about this, where sometimes you'll bang a ball slightly into a bad position, knowing that they have to hit the ball back to you because they can't get another hit or they just let it go in. Hockey. And that hockey is that, a hockey thing? that is the so two two things because i think I, th- I may have been relentless that i think had said about using the backboard and this is a different example but uh, that i hadn't mm-hmm. re- rebuted but I, I was like ready to um was that that's still also in hockey of that so hockey the fake slap shot is a huge part of that where you'll do is you will intentionally shoot wide for two reasons one that you're going to be um causing the play let's say i'm on the right the, the right side of like we even picture in rocket like i'm on the, the right side of the field shooting technically at a left angle towards the net in hockey the net is like it's like the uh, throwback stadium if you want to use an example of that it's, it's <laughs> off the wall it's not on the wall so you'll intentionally miss the net and what it is is like i said one thing is you're dragging the team to the right because they think that's where the shot's going but then what it does is it bounces off the backboard and bounces back in front at a perfect 45 degree angle so you're actually passing mm. to the left side without having to go there so that was one of my rebuke for the um uh, not using the backboard for your point like um that. one of the hands down as a goalie most common shots that i face at a high level and that like it's so hard to train young goalies on because uh young goalies and young players only want to shoot top corner because it feels good is the intentionally <laughs> shooting to let's say same thing same shooting opportunity you're on uh, you're on the right side as a goalie he's on my left side he'll shoot to my far pad so far post um low on purpose because it's making me go down and if i don't get my stick on that puck it's going to perfectly bounce off to the side so uh, which is then ideally another player is waiting for that is one of the most classically played goals that goalies train out hundreds of hours to try to to fight against because the the idea and then related to rocket league is that you're forcing the goaltender to waste their resources that being boost in rocket league or in hockey it's forcing me to go down so that i can't mm-hmm. i don't have less mobility which is then opening up the second repeated shot by passing back to either that player or back to the a teammate um so i think it's almost identical in that sense as well fair okay i like that Still think there's a whole bunch of similarities between them. (laughs) There's definitely no sport where when you hit it into the corner, it has like a weird rounded edge that bounces weird. Hello? I can send you a whole blunder list of like San Jose losing in the 2016 uh, East or Western Conference semifinals because a puck was shot into the corner, just same as Rocket League. Took that weird kind of 45 degree yep. bounce out, centered, and despite the goalie wrapping around thinking it's going to go behind the net and it didn't, and then they score an open goal in overtime to, to end I'm the pretty game. sure he was about to say other than. Uh, mm. <laughs> I was just going to say that it, rolling up a wall just doesn't happen in sports. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's a funky one. That's what I was saying. Because yeah. like, the second hockey is still a flat game most times, and then it mm-hmm. bounces. Um, mm-hmm. So that that is, yeah, that is the one thing that I guess you know doesn't compare. But yeah, no. All right, I I I specifically when I set out to this because I I when I was reading the Discord things, I didn't want to make this about which sport is the most or not the most, and then it became that because I think <laughs> literally, yeah, that's why that's exactly what the um, Patreon chat. I, like, my point was to use volleyball as much as I could and see what I can game from mm-hmm. it. But um, I think personally, maybe because what I tended to do with my style of play, volleyball, it speaks to me because it forces me to think otherwise. I think um, you so, uh, you started that really well, though, today of that. Like mm-hmm. you, you came in, you're like, I'm not saying Rocket League is volleyball. I'm saying that this is a good mentality to get. No, better no, because yeah. listen, <laughs> you as soon well. as you have the ability to dribble, you know what I mean? There is there is definitely <laughs> volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So like it's <laughs> it's that diamond one. They only hit the ball. You know what I mean? Like that's, oh, that's where yes. it gets the closest <laughs> when they're only hitting the ball every time. Like that's the only play they make or uh, super high GC. 
or without air dribbles. Yeah, yeah with, without <laughs> any skills otherwise, or they're just hitting. Maybe that's when it becomes the most similar. Um, but yeah, I I hope through all of this, people at least got something out of it that mm-hmm. they can bring into their play. Um, I think I think to me though, it's it's definitely different. It made me think of the game differently. Um, as much as I wish it was soccer, let's be honest, like it's not. I can't use my <laughs> we, soccer. We all know that. <laughs> there are times I can use my soccer skills, but it's soccer is like a chess match, dude. It's a slow, methodical chess match yeah, that a lot of people find boring, right? 100%. But I enjoy. But I know it's a slow, methodical chess match. A lot. Whereas I find so. ones actually is probably the closest to soccer because it is so methodical <laughs> yeah, and so thought yeah. out and yep. so on, right? Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Or even like we could go on hours like finding relating it. I'm like, or I even think of like a one-on-one in basketball of that. It's this constant like not overcommitting and waiting um, mm. to to like make your move to generally have an open net, right? To, oh, to yeah. be able to do that. Completely so, yeah, different from tons. five on five basketball. School, right, right. Yeah, like if you so. think about that as soon as you change the players it changes all right yep. okay that's probably uh, well i was take us out yep. of this i let's get out I, I had our fun if you if you do listen to the rob and kyle show uh on our patreon um i think you'll enjoy uh what happens i freaking out um <laughs> this was me trying to to kind of more i guess uh, push it in a direction that is helpful as opposed to oh man no it's it's, it's so, a good area to talk yeah. about i love fun. any like any real life examples to like help people understand how to think about the game i think it's huge like it's it's really nice to have that's actually exactly oh, yeah. what I actually gonna... can i can i end this by saying rabbits uh I was list- watching the stream and your analogies to the little barrow. Even I was shaking my head. I'm like, Wabbits, you clearly don't play enough volleyball. This is not true. <laughs> not <laughs> wrong. I was like talking about roles and he's like, yeah, it's like this thing. I'm like, Wabbits, you got, you want to watch some volleyball <laughs> anime. Maybe you can come back, you know, get, get some of the footnotes, some basics. <laughs> hey man, all of my volleyball knowledge is there. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, let's, let's, yeah, uh, let's get out. Um, wait, well, hold up. Ah, whatever. I'm not going to say it. I forgot what I was going to say. Let's get it. We're going into roll call. Everybody that's a patron. I love you. You're amazing. Special thanks to the roll call patrons. JYS, Miffit, Paint, Tim Chew Barker, Relentless, and Psych Mako. Y'all are extra beautiful. Uh, <laughs> and then super big thank you to every single one of the listeners because they also, like every single one of you matter a lot. And we'd like to see those numbers go up. So can you stop doing this like numbers? I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I, that's that's, like, that's being playing that, out. That's like exactly what you are. <laughs> You're uh, the the Mr. Monopoly. <laughs> that changes the 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 thing on you, even though you're a mm-hmm, host. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I can't get away from that uh, muscle memory at this point. It's just part of who we are. <laughs> okay, I, that I think that's good. From wait, did you want to say something? Nah, let's get out of here, dude. You're just from stalling, me, dude. combo and flash. Lizero, and every single other person or every other name that you have. I am two people. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening and bye. Thanks. Bye. bye.